Hello and welcome to the September 3rd, 2019 edition of Mr. Joe's Bipolar Podcast. My name is Mr. Joe. This is my neighborhood. This is my life. But this is our podcast journey. Welcome to Mr. Joe's Bipolar Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Mr. Joe's Bipolar Podcast. It is awesome to have everybody here with me today, and of course, it's always wonderful to be out there with you as well. And boy, is it ever good to be out there as well. (laughs) Um, You know, first, I should probably stop claiming to our audience that I'll be back. I'll be back in a few days. I'll be able to do it every other day. I, I got to stop doing that because no matter what my plans might be, no matter how sincere I am when I say that I'm going to do what I want to do in terms of my podcasting, let's face it, this is life. And life sometimes simply does not allow us to do the things that we want to or love to do. And I think what has gone on with me in particular in terms of the podcasting is what makes it worse is when I do say that I'll be back in a day or two or I'll be doing every other day and I'll see you this week and you know what that does is it puts more pressure on myself because not only do I want to do it for me but then I feel like I am cheating my audience and it gives me even more anxiety and more stress. And if any of you can imagine what it's like to have this ongoing thought inside your head, and I know there are many of us that do, um, repetitively, it, it goes on repeatedly in my head, you know, podcast, podcast, when are you going to do it? When are you going to do it? And um, it just doesn't always get done. And, and do I have an excuse this time? Yeah, of course I have an excuse for not being on the air, so to speak, for quite some time, but ultimately what it comes down to is life, life in general, and um, in terms of my mental state, you know, because I always start my podcast off like that, and maybe this will tie into the absence of my voice over the podcast airwaves, is I'm exhausted. I am absolutely mentally and physically exhausted in every way, shape, and form, and I have to tell you, There's some sadness associated with it, very little, very little. What's what's most concerning and most interesting is that this is all mostly my physical energy. And I know the two are connected, the body, the mind, I get that. But I am having a very difficult time dragging myself around. I mean, I just don't want to do anything. I don't want to walk, I don't want to talk, I don't want to wake up. And let me tell you guys something, Mr. Joe... His entire life up until yesterday. Yesterday. Well, I won't say my entire life, but since my daughter was born, my older daughter, Sarah Lee. So say 15 years, almost 16 years. She'll be 16 in October. Almost 16 years straight, I have woken up every single day on my own. No alarm clock needed. Never had to use one because once my older daughter got into this routine, which literally lasted about a year, <laughs> where she would wake up at 5 a.m. and being my ex-wife did did nothing, and I woke up with her every morning, um, I got accustomed to that time. I got accustomed to that time. 
and I would wake up. But interestingly enough, today, for the very first time in nearly 16 years, I did not wake up and I needed an alarm to wake me up and uh, of course I never set an alarm because I don't need one my alarm was my little guy Mickey this morning thank goodness he came over to me somehow somewhere I ended up on the couch uh, throughout the course of the night I had to go get him he was crying he had a dream I put him in my bed and then I realized that there's just no way I was going to squeeze in there so I said you know what let me go out on the couch and man did I pass out again um, and again you know, without Mickey, I would have never made it up on time because that's how exhausted I am. And I'm not used, I'm not, I'm really not used to this. I'm not accustomed to it. I don't know what to think. I don't know what to make out of it. I don't know if I'm struggling with my testosterone intake again, or not even intake, production. And do I need to take more testosterone because of the age? You know, we're getting up there, guys, 44. But nevertheless, uh, energy is certainly something that I've been lacking in terms of my overall mental state, again, a little bit of sadness here and there, but, you know, those those things are about things that I should be sad about, you know, like my dad and my mom, and I, I say my mom because I feel like my reports in terms of her behavior changes from podcast to podcast, and one thing you can count on is if you don't hear from me for a week or so, you're probably going to hear different information based on my mother's actions and um, activities over the course of the last couple of weeks when we were not speaking, and you'll see a tremendous change. Now, I don't remember what we last said about my mother, but I do know that I ended up talking with her right before vacation. Oh, I shouldn't say vacation. I went away on business again, and we're going to get into that in one second because this business trip, I mean... The last business trip I went on, and I probably over a year ago, or about a year ago, I believe in September of last year, it was actually um, not a good situation for me at all. I believe that was when I had a couple of drinks, and I was not happy about that. But nevertheless, different time this time around. So, uh, but in terms of exha exhaustion, I have a feeling this has something to do with it as well. But my mother. You know, I let things slide as usual. I got a, I got to see her. She was actually in a really, she saw the kids. She saw me and my sister, my wife. She hung around, and I was surprised that she did so. And I have to tell you, she was very much with it. Very much with it. You know, very nice. When she's not, when she's not drinking, she's a wonderful person, for the most part. At least the uh, bad qualities in her, when she's sober, you know, she could put on a show and not expose them to people so at least she presents as a very wonderful woman but i talked to her before i left and i said you know i'm going away i'll talk to you when i get back i love you be safe my little son you know blah 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 so i got home late on thursday night and by friday morning i was so shot i said you know what i gotta i gotta take the day off i gotta call in and i did and that was the only phone call I made. I had tried to call my older children the night before. Nobody answered. And that was it. You know, I didn't call them again. You know, the only people that knew, my, my friends had no idea where I was home. You know, the only people who knew were my kids and my wife. And then my sister had invited us to go to the beach. So we did. And it was very quick. Everything was very rushed, you know. But it, it worked out. And when I got home... 
from the beach, I immediately got a phone call from my sister. And she was irate. She was very upset. You know, I don't know what to do anymore. I'm stuck in the middle. I can't take this. I, what the hell are you talking about? You know, what's going on? Well, did you listen to mom's message yet? I said, no, I saw I got one. No, I haven't listened. She says, well, don't. Because she just told me she went off on you because you didn't call her when you got back from vacation. And you know what, guys? I didn't listen to the message. It's still on there. I'm not going to listen to it. And, and another thing is I didn't call her back. Once I was told by my sister, and she believes one of the vicious lines that were recited were, you know, was about karma and how karma will get me and, you know, whatever. But all I know is I'm just too shot. I can't do this. I can't argue. I can't fight. I can't listen to insults. I can't deal with her emotional instability. It's just not okay. It's not healthy for me, and I'm not doing it. So maybe one day I'll read that. I'll, I'll read. I'll look, listen to that message. Maybe I'll just delete it so I don't piss myself off even more than I already am. But I'm not calling anybody right now. Not anytime soon. I mean, come on, man. I just got back from a horrible, horrible vacation for business. And I call it a vacation for business because to some extent, even though it was all business, it was a vacation based on the fact that I had never been in this area. And I'm not going to tell you what the area was because... Then, through the process of elimination, it makes things easier for people to discover who Mr. Joe is. And my God, many of you out there are trying. <laughs> Believe me. Some of you are even writing to me and asking me if I could reveal who I am. You know, that would be pointless at this time, at this stage of the game. Because at some point, I will be revealing who I am. It's just a matter of where I'm at in my career and what plans I uh, would like to take and the steps I want to take in terms of the next level of where we are bringing this podcast to, because it is a pretty big podcast. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Um, business trip. Last time I went on one, I had a relapse. This time I went on one, well, no relapse, but my good God, am I exhausted. And again, this probably has something to do with my exhaustion. I will say this. Mr. Joe was on the other end of the United States, let's put it that way. It was a very long flight. As a matter of fact, going there, I had a, I had a stop, you know, one of those stop at the airport, two-hour wait, then get on another hour and a half. I mean, it took me literally about nine hours to get to where I was going as compared to the close to six hours on the way home without any stops. Even on the way home, it was a nightmare because my flight was delayed by two hours. But I guess that's what you got to deal with when you're traveling and flying. Well, let me tell you, being out of Mr. Joe's neighborhood, in this new neighborhood, I have never experienced anything like it in my life. And what I mean by that is, if I didn't have children, if I didn't have a family, if I, you know, my kids, my wife, and I could just pick up and go, this is where I would go without a doubt. And again, I'm not going to reveal it. I will just say this. It was absolutely magnificent weather. Beautiful. The sights, the trees, the I mean, every damn thing you laid your eyes on. To the point, guys, when I stepped outside, it didn't matter how hot it was. It always felt good because there was no humidity. Um, it just It just was such a, a beautiful place beautiful place to be so uh, without getting into too much detail mr joe's neighborhood sucks and <laughs> this other neighborhood is pretty cool 
but here I am back in Mr. Joe's neighborhood, so I got to make the best of it. And just so everybody knows, I just had to do for the first time in a very long time something that's called a trim, cut, edit. I guess you could call it any one of those terms to take away one of my comments because I am so shocked that I actually just revealed where I live um, when I said I'm back in Mr. Joe's neighborhood. So anyway, I, I, guys, I can't stand it here. I really can't. And if there was anything I, you know, any wish I had, it would be to move and get the heck out of here and just be with um, a different class of people because the class of people here where I live, the vast majority of them, you know, it's just, it's just not cool. And where I was at, I mean, everybody is so genuine and caring and happy. I mean, and, and you know, and, and, and friendly, really. So clearly it was an amazing business trip. Now, the one thing that um, did not sit well with me by any stretch of the imagination was the fact that there was a time zone difference. And my good God, let me tell you guys something. If there was a recipe for disaster for those of us that have bipolar disorder, stick us on a plane, fly us across the country as we watch our cell phone continuously change times and it just never moves. And then all of a sudden you get somewhere and it's only, it's only this time and you can't believe it and this time meaning it's like a few hours after you left meanwhile you're on a plane for eight hours i mean it was insanity i never dealt with anything like that i am not a traveler guys i don't like to travel and it has nothing to do with flying in the air i just i'm too stressed all the time everything i worry about everything i worry that i'm going to mess it up i worry that i'm going to miss my flight i worry that i'm going to everything everything that all of us worry about you can't even imagine but um the, the the time zone difference I mean as you all know I'm a 5am riser other than yesterday or today sorry and you know like clockwork 5am well it didn't matter what time I got in from the plane because by the time I got home I fell asleep and at 2am my eyes were bright eyed and bushy tailed because it was a 3 hour time zone difference based on where I was at. So, um, you know, and then I, I had to try to go back to sleep. I mean, and, and it didn't work very well. So I was up for a tremendous amount of time, you know, the first day. And, man, the days just seemed so long. And, and ultimately, what do we got here? We have Mr. Joe, who is somewhat exhausted. And when I look at the exhaustion that I am dealing with, I have to say to myself, well, you could be exhausted, you can complain about it, you could podcast about it, um, but you also got to do something about it. Do something about it so that you get some energy back. And I am not completely sure how to go about that, but I'm going to give my best tips that I could possibly give based on what I think I need to do moving forward. Well, first and foremost, obviously, I need to get back into that sleep routine. I'm starting to realize, guys, that I'm staying up later and later, regardless of this trip. And it's not sitting well with me because I have this manicky feeling at night, and it's just not, it's just not working. It really is not. And I, again, I don't know where it comes from, but all I do know is I'll fall asleep, and you know, I've complained many times about how I wake up in the middle of the night and use the bathroom, but that's that's subsided for the most part. Well, now it's come back, and I'm waking up, and I feel like I slept for 15 hours, and I'm ready ready to run a marathon, 
And it's just not like that. So I think I need to, like, kind of start over. I really do. Just even if it means that I have to get into bed at a certain time, and I'm even if I'm not going to fall asleep, i got to get myself in a routine, falling asleep and waking up. It has to happen. It has to change. So one of the other things I would imagine will help my exhaustion, and I did it yesterday. And I, I talk about this because... This is something I experienced, and we've talked about exercise many times. Well, let me tell you guys, I couldn't move yesterday. I couldn't move, and I was miserable in the morning, and I had no intentions of going to the gym. I could care less. I already chalked it up that today was just going to be a depressive day in which I would lay around and do nothing. My wife had actually suggested, well, not even, she said, what time are you going to the gym? And I said, oh, wow. Go, you're all right if I go? She goes, of course. What what would be any different? I said, okay. And just her letting me know that it was cool and that she thinks I should go, it kind of sparked me up, and I went to the gym, and I felt like a new man afterwards. Truthfully, I felt like a new man as soon as I put my hands on a weight because it really, it, it, it activates those endorphins, man. It really does. So very important if you guys are not exercising. I wish I could do it more. I wish it was not just limited to weightlifting in the gym, but I am walking also with the dogs and my wife and the kids, and it really, really helps, believe it or not. Um, I'm not a caffeine drinker, so I'm not so worried about that. Um, But believe it or not, when I speak of caffeine, people think, well, you're talking about adding more to your diet so that you could stay awake, and that's actually the opposite of what we should be doing. We have to limit it. And thankfully, I only have one cup in the morning, which, by the way, being on a business trip with all that time difference, I already revealed that it's three hours. So now, figure this. I'm tossing and turning from 2 to 5 a.m. in the other time zone. By the time I say, you know what, screw this, I'm getting up, it's 5 a.m. there, it's 8 o'clock where Mr. Joe normally lives. So now it's 8 o'clock. And normally I have coffee by like 6 o'clock, Mr. Joe's time. But it's now Mr. Joe's time, 8 o'clock, even though it's only 5 o'clock in non-Mr. Joe's time. You get the point. The point is that I had no coffee. There was none in the house. I lived in this beautiful house that my boss owns, by the way. But, you know, nobody was there. It was just me. And, uh, you know, I hadn't gone shopping. I mean... It was a nightmare. It really was. It was a nightmare. And, you know, I was starving. It was it was really tough, guys. It really was. And I called my wife in the morning. I said, I'm never doing this again. I can't, I can't go anywhere. I got no car. Uh, and it really only happened because one of my coworkers who picked me up from the airport, um, she was living in the house, but she had a boyfriend there with her during this particular week. And she didn't want to take advantage and have him stay. So they actually stayed in a hotel, which was disadvantageous to me in the sense where I didn't have her in the morning. Now, she came to get me to pick me up for work, but she was also not feeling well. She had food poisoning. I I mean, guys, you can't make any of this stuff up. Thank God her boyfriend, not that it's the healthiest thing in the world, but at least he brought me Burger King and a cup of coffee. So it worked. Burger King is not for me, but the sandwich happened to be pretty good, and they had these awesome hash browns in there as well. Um, So I drank my one cup of coffee and called it a day, and that's what I do every day. I just have one cup. I I can't. There was a time where I was doing six, seven, eight cups a day, and I can tell you right now, August 13th, 2011, was the very last day that I had more than one cup of coffee or a cigarette.
I actually quit both things in that day. And I had quit coffee, believe it or not, completely. And that went on until March, no, April, April of 2012. So, you know, a long time I quit coffee. And then I kind of just, you know, let's put it this way. When the Suboxone withdrawal started to get a little bit better, around, you know, 150 days, 180 days, that's when I actually started drinking coffee again. So they were all around the same time in which I quit and started and did and didn't and, you know, did all these idiotic things. Um, but one thing I don't do is stay hydrated. And I know for a fact, guys, that I should be doing that. That is something that has to be done, um, mainly because, you know, I mean, if anything, dehydration. Obviously, you know, if you're dehydrated, you can't function, you can't, you can't really do anything. And I feel like I'm dehydrated all the time. And here I am now talking about it. I have a huge bottled water, and I don't think I've taken more than three sips, something I definitely have to work on. I also have to work on vitamins because I have eliminated my multivitamin, mainly because it would get me nauseous every time I would take it. I just couldn't deal with it anymore. But a good rule of thumb, guys, if you're exhausted, B12, vitamin B12, it's for low energy. Uh, you don't even have to take a supplement if you don't want to, although it's not a bad idea. I know they have it in, like, there's, you'll find B12 in liver and eggs, milk, fish, red meat, like a steak, chicken, all that stuff. So those are all good th things to do. And ultimately, you eat better to improve your energy. Be very careful. I cannot stress this enough in terms of being out in the sun. Now, I say sun because ultimately the sun is a very good thing. People buy these, I don't know, lights, that they, special lights that they put on in their home and it, it, it enhances their mood. And it actually is true. Vitamin D um, is something that our body needs and it's kind of our happiness. And sunlight produces that. Now, I say be careful because a lot of us are on different kinds of medications and they don't always agree with the sun. So you have to be very careful in terms of boosting your energy from the sun. And, you know, those of you who are still battling the bipolar symptoms to a very large degree in terms of drug addictions and mania and stuff like that, keep in mind that the beach, the sun, partying out there sparks a lot of feelings. So you have to be very, very cognizant of the fact that you know, if you're anything like Mr. Joe, you step foot on the sand, and before you know, you'll have a funnel down your throat, you know, drinking beer. So be very careful with that. And the only other thing I could think of, um, and, and I bring this up because I'm, I'm trying to make, see if there's a connection. I've spoken many, many times about, like, my stomach and how bad it is. I'm not diagnosed with anything like my son, Junior. You know, he's got the Crohn's, ulcerative colitis. I don't have any of that. I have IBS, and I suffer. I really do. It's a, it's a struggle. It's a nightmare. And I found this pill that my doctors from, from back in the day had prescribed for me because my stomach was so bad one day. I took it, and I took it the next day, and the next day, and the next day. And all of a sudden, I'm like, holy crap. Not to be literal, <laughs> but my stomach feels better. And I looked it up, and it's actually, a, you know, very, very uh, ideal medication for IBS. So I'm going to have to find out if I can get some more of this stuff. But 
point being is this is, although it was a prescription, they had a version of it over-the-counter as well, maybe not as strong, but it sparked my whole thought process of over-the-counter medicines and you know other prescriptions that you might be taking for things other than your bipolar disorder or your schizoaffective or schizophrenia, and that's you know legit over-the-counter medicines. Sometimes they can make you exhausted. I don't know if this one is doing that to me. It's quite possible. I do know that if I take certain, well, just about every allergy medication knocks me out. I get this very weird feeling. Um, I feel like I'm drugged to some extent. The only one that works for me is a nasal spray called Flonase right up my nose. So I do know that, you know, plenty of times I've taken allergy medications or just other medications over the counter, and they've done a number on me in terms of my overall um, exhaustion level or energy level and I'll tell you what else doesn't help guys and if you are one of these people please listen to Mr. Joe and listen to me very carefully okay I, I don't ever insult anybody on my podcast but some of you may be insulted by this if you are that type of person that likes to let it be known to another person that they look exhausted or tired or bad, or shot, keep it to yourself. I mean, unless it's a really good friend of yours, certainly don't say it in front of anybody else, but I got like three or four, oh my goodness, you look tired today. I even got a, you look skinny. Every time I see you, you look skinnier and skinnier. I don't know if people think that's what I want to hear, but it's not. I don't want to hear that I look tired. I'm already looking at my face, and I see the big bags under my eyes. I look like a a, a, a certified wackadoo, no doubt about it. However, um, you know, I don't need to be told. I already know. So I've never been that kind of, you know, and, and don't get me wrong, I've bumped into people before that look different than I'm accustomed to seeing because they're probably tired or hungover or something along those lines, but I don't open my mouth. I certainly don't say it in front of anybody. You know how many, I, I, I can't begin to tell you the, the you look shot and the you look tired comments today, they all happened in front of other people. So then the other person turns their head, oh, yeah, he does look tired. I mean, good God, leave me alone. Okay, so if you are one of those people, keep in mind that there are, are a lot of us that don't even want to hear that. We already know what we look like. We already know we feel like crap. So you don't have to, you know, slam it into us and make us know even more how crappy we look. So if you are one of those people, please... Try to refrain from your personal opinion in terms of their overall health, the way they look, the way they smell. You know, keep that to yourself. Um, by the way, the plane ride, oh, God, on the way there, my goodness. Uh, thank goodness it was the connecting flight that was only an hour and a half. But you want to talk about some man stinking up the world. Oh, I mean... Uh, thank goodness I was up against the window. You had to see me. I was crouched into like a little ball. I mean, up against the window to the point where I thought my head was going to fall through and land on the wing based on the fact that I needed fresh air. I mean, I couldn't breathe. This man smelled so bad. So that was not pleasurable at all. <laughs> um, eh, listen, I know I'm all over the place. I have so much to report on, guys, when I'm not around. Um, but w what I'm going to say is this. I won't give you a time, I won't give you a day, I won't give you how many times on a weekly basis I'm going to podcast, but one thing I will say, 
and we can all agree on this, is that no matter what, I will always be back. If you are living with a mental illness and you're doing well, I ask that you continue to work hard. If you love or you care about somebody with a mental illness or a drug addiction for that matter, I ask that you support that person in the very best way that you know how. And if you're struggling right now with a mental illness or a drug addiction, continue to fight, continue to battle, and most importantly, soldier on. Thank you so much for listening. Missed you guys. And I will be back again real soon. Everybody have a great day. Talk to you soon.